Hi, am I in the air? Do I have everybody's attention now? Do I have everybody's attention now? John, I got you. John, Do I have everybody's Sunday attention night. now? You put them cameras on me, then you must be willing To get that heart touched, it's a must-see feeling The news ain't good, then it must be villain So I say it's bad grounded, I don't trust these feelings Spread across your nose, and I'm on your air Highest next on the cloud, am I in the air? Sunday night's prime time, I flex my better of Ultron Transform to DX Don, Mega and Austin You probably think I'm nice, cause I slow like a stream To your wireless device, and the smoke full of steam on any given night, I'll show up like a piece of any given slice. Uh, and for the latest and what is best by I, tune in and tune the rest out, Don. You gotta tell them, am I in the clear? Is this thing gone? Am I on the air? On the air. Well, all right, all right, all right. What is going down, everybody? And welcome back to another brand new edition of Am I on the Air? My name is Don Mega. I'm your host. I'm so happy that you're here to join me once again to get caught up with all the latest and the greatest when it comes to entertainment news, television, movies, non-spoiler reviews. You've come to the right spot. It is Am I on the Air? We are broadcasting live from the Red Dragons Radio Studios here in lovely Tucson, Arizona. It's season 26, it's episode 12, and tonight's show is titled, Just Have Fun Out There. We're going to be breaking down the news from March 22nd through today, March the 28th. Movies, television, and the news of the week. So strap on in, and let's get her going. On a programming note, I just want to let y'all know that there will not be a new episode next week. Uh, I'm very excited. I'm going to actually be heading out of town in a couple days, heading out to beautiful Los Angeles. That's right, going out to California. As you know, if you've been listening to me for any amount of time, you know I'm a big wrestling fan. And this weekend, it is WrestleMania, baby. That's right, WrestleMania live from Los Angeles, California, both Saturday and Sunday. And I am going to be doing it up. So if you're going to WrestleMania, let me know, man. I will be there. I'm actually taking my daughter with me. We're going on a little road trip. And we're going to hang out in L.A. for about a week. And have a real big time, fun time, going to all the shows and events. And and just having a fun, fun time, daddy-daughter style. So looking really forward to that. Looking forward to seeing my boy, Jose. Um, who I'm going to be staying with, one of my good, good friends. Uh, he'll be riding with us to WrestleMania as well, too. And, uh, yeah, I'm super, super stoked. So I will be out of town for the next week, so there will not be an episode next week. I just wanted to let you all know. So we'll have a jam-packed catch-up the following week. So let's not waste any more time and jump right into it. We're starting off, of course, with our non-spoiler movies, as we always do. And I'm going to start off with the new uh, number one film in the world, John Wick Chapter 4. Man, I remember when John Wick 1 came out, and no one knew what this movie was. It was a month before its release. I remember it was coming out the end of October, and like October 1st, they released the trailer, And we were like, what the hell is this movie? And it was Keanu Reeves 
And he was this badass assassin who was avenging the death of his dog. And it was crazy. And I remember being like, wow, that trailer kind of came out of nowhere. And it's going to come out in less than a month. And then going to the theater, watching it, and being blown away. Blown away. And being like, wow, that was an incredible movie that I had no idea was even coming out, let alone how awesome it would be. Well, it would go on to become a little a little decent hit. So they decided to greenlight a sequel, and John Wick 2 came out. And John Wick 2 is probably my favorite of the franchise. I love 2, because it's just balls to the wall. From the second the movie starts to the second the movie ends, that movie is nonstop gloriousness. So I love John Wick 2. So I was like, man, they really changed the game. And then John Wick 3 Parabellum came out, and it was like, god damn, this movie is incredible. And it's been several years now, right? We've had a pretty big gap because of COVID and everything, but we finally got John Wick Chapter 4, and hot diggity damn, we have almost a three-hour movie that is a masterpiece of action gloriousness. I mean, god, is it the best dialogue? Is it the best story in the world? No. No. But when it comes to what we're trying to accomplish here, find me an action movie, an American-made action movie that could top what John Wick Chapter 4 did this weekend. This movie had me exhausted just watching it. <laughs> like, literally, it took all the energy out of me watching this movie. I, I was like, like, I had just been John Wick myself running through the city trying to get these things done. That's how out of breath I was just watching it. And um, and that just goes to show you how incredible the action is. Because you feel every punch. You feel every time someone gets slammed into a wall or gets hit by a car or falls down some stairs. You feel it. You feel it big time. And God, man, this one here not only has Keanu back, but it introduces Donnie Yen, Bill Skarsgård, uh, of course, of uh, Hiroku Sonata, um, Shamar Anderson, who I had never seen this guy before, but he plays a new character named Mr. Nobody, who was awesome. This guy and his dog, fantastic. Uh, Rina Sawanama, she plays Akira. Beautiful, amazing. I love this character. And I feel like we're going to get some kind of spinoff maybe with this character. Of course, you have Clancy Brown in this. You've got Lance Reddick returning. Of course, R.I.P., who just passed away last week. Lawrence Fishburne's back. Ian McShane's back. Oh, God, guys. I could sit and just gloat about this movie the whole episode. I won't waste all y'all's time. I'm just letting you know that this one's incredible and is probably the best of the franchise. Um, I'm going to have to see this again in theaters. It was that good. It was so awesome. Donnie Yen, man, this new character, he plays a blind character named Kane who would give Daredevil a run for his money. This dude is so damn good. Um, everyone that pops up just has their moments. And there's so much cool cinematography and the action is just next level. Oh, man. There's a scene where they film top down. And it's like a video game come to life. It is one of the coolest things I've ever seen. <sighs> Guys, this movie is incredible. If you're a fan of any of the other John Wicks, you need to watch this. Um, if, you, if this kind of action is not your thing, this movie isn't giving you anything different. This just takes one, two, and three. 
adds it up and equals four. And here we go. Let's go crazy. Right. Um, it's incredible, you know, so, uh, it's an incredible story. I loved it. I loved all the characters we got, man. Scott Adkins is in this thing too. And he plays a crazy character. dude. It's basically like Kingpin. I just, I love what they adapted here. And this movie is a big five out of five guys. We are here 2023 with a five out of five. I think this is my first five out of five for the year. So, you know, the rest of the movies are going to have to top John Wick chapter four as far as I'm concerned. So go out and check this one as soon as possible. All right. Switching gears to my next movie. This is one that came out a couple weeks ago. I didn't have a chance to watch it until this past weekend, but I've been looking forward to it. It's a new movie called Sharper, and this is an Apple TV Plus exclusive, so you can only watch this movie on Apple TV Plus. But it stars Julianne Moore, Sebastian Stan, Justice Smith, um, John Lithgow, just to name a few, man. It's a really good cast. And basically, it's this... um, it's this twist and turny movie that starts off with this couple and this guy who gets um, basically wrongdoing against him. And then the, the movie kind of does chapters. It takes you through Justice Smith's character. And then it takes you through um, this girl, Sandra. It takes you through her character. It takes you through um, Julianne Moore's character. It takes you through Sebastian Stan's character. And as it's going through the individual characters, you see how it links up. And it's, you know, a kind of a who's out to get who, the twist and turns, who's behind what, what's real, what's fake, what's going on. Um, it is, it, it is twist upon twist upon twist. It was really, really interesting. Sometimes it goes a little slow, but the cast really holds it together. And I kind of, I liked it, man. I liked where they took it. I liked what it gave me. And it was a fun little thriller. So I would give Sharper three out of five stars. Check it out on Apple TV Plus. It is now streaming. All right. We're going to move over to television now. And the first new show I want to talk about, it actually just came out today. So I checked out the first couple episodes. This is also on Apple TV Plus. It's called The Big Door Prize. And this stars Chris O'Dowd. I I love Chris O'Dowd. always love when he pops up and stuff. Um, So he's the lead of this one here. And it takes place in a little small town. And at the local convenience store, a machine pops up that basically if you go inside the booth, put in your dollar, it will tell you what your life. Um... Stay with us. We'll be right back. Did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear? How can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients? Can we be healed with sound? Sound influences people in their buying decisions and their daily lives. In the podcast audio branding, I explore all of this, both with my own observations as a voice actor of over 15 years and by interviewing knowledgeable professionals in the field of advertising, marketing, music, and science. To have a listen for yourself, visit audiobrandingpodcast.com. Expectancy is supposed to be like what... um what you bring to the world, right? It's going to tell you what your potential is, your life potential. That's the wording I wanted to use. It is going to tell you what your life potential is. So, you know, it might say like, Hey, you should be a magician or you should be an actor. You should be, you know, a lawyer, whatever the case may be, right? It tells you. So then you can kind of find 
what you should be doing with your life. It's a really interesting concept. And because it takes place in this little town, you see kind of like what it's doing to people, right? Like what, what they're doing with their life to try to get on track with what this machine's telling you it should be. And Chris O'Dowd's character, you know, goes into the machine and is really shocked with what his card tells him he's supposed to be doing. And it looks like each episode will kind of take you through a different person's perspective of what their card says and what it really means. Uh, the first three episodes have dropped. I watched the first two and I really, really like it. So definitely a thumbs up for me on this one. Uh, and can't wait to see where the show kind of unravels from here. So check out the big door prize that's on Apple TV plus, um, real quick. Speaking of Apple TV plus shrinking, which is one of my favorite shows of the year, uh, just had its finale last week. It's 10th and final episode. It did get renewed for season two. So it will be back. Uh, but this show here, I just wanted to gloat about it real quick again, cause it's fantastic. And, and if you haven't been watching shrinking, please get with it. If you're somebody that maybe was wanted to wait till the whole series was dropped so you could binge it. Now is your time. 10 episodes, Jason Siegel, Harrison Ford, uh, an amazing show. I love this season from start to finish. There wasn't a bad episode here. Check out shrinking all streaming now on Apple TV plus the next show I decided to check out reluctantly was Gotham Knights. This is a show that I don't understand why it even exists. Uh, it's on the CW takes place. I want to say in the Arrowverse, but so far I don't see it being really attached to anything, right? It doesn't look like it takes place in the same world that Batwoman exists or anything like that. So it might be kind of a, a multiverse kind of elseworld thing. Um, but yes, this show, which I just thought looked like dog shit from the very first trailer through its release uh, about Bruce Wayne's adopted son and Bruce Wayne gets murdered in the beginning of the episode and Bruce Wayne's adopted son, along with kids of Batman's criminals team up to try to figure out who the real killer is and Harvey Dent's in this thing. It's just, it's a weird concept, especially to call it Gotham Knights. Um, but being me and being that, you know, I love DC and I love to try to give everything a chance. Even though I thought this thing looked horrible, I decided to give it a shot. Um, here's what I'm going to say. It's not complete dog shit. It's not as horrible as I thought it would be, but it's not good either. <laughs> so um, I don't know if I'll stick through it. I don't know if I'll give up. I watched the first two episodes and it was just okay at best. It has some moments. I like some of the mythology they're trying to do, but it just looks cheap. It looks really cheap, man. The Batcave looks cheap. Batman's got like one computer. <laughs> it just looks so cheap. Uh, and, and some of the characters are just, I mean, CW, man, just doesn't work. So... I don't know. I can't sit here and tell you you should be watching Gotham Knights, but I did want to throw out some sort of a review. It's okay. It's meh. It's a two out of five if I had to put a star scale on it, and we'll see where the season takes us. So Gotham Knights now playing weekly over on the CW. Another new show I checked out, and um, I wasn't sure I would. This was on HBO Max. And then HBO Max dropped it, even though they renewed it for a second season. 
And then everybody was panicking, being like, well, where's the second season going to go? And then Stars swooped in and, and picked it up. So the first season is now streaming on Stars. The second season's coming soon. And this is a show called Minx. Um, when it was on HBO Max, I thought it looked really good because I like Jake, Jake Johnson a lot. And I was going to watch it and just never got around to it. So now that it's on Stars and we're getting ready for the second season, I decided to give it a shot. And um, it takes place like in the 70s. And it's like the creation of kind of a like a Playgirl magazine where, you know, it's got nude guys in it. Um, but it's created by women. And it's kind of this like sexual revolution kind of show. Um, again, it's a comedy though. So Jake Johnson is what really signs me to this show. And uh, But it is pretty funny overall, you know. Sometimes it's got a little bit too much dong for me. Uh, but that's just me. Um, but, um, it's pretty funny though. And, and I, and I kind of dig it. So I'm about seven episodes into this first season. Um, it's, I think it's 10, 10 episodes long and, um, it's a fun little show, man. So if you like some adult humor, uh, around this kind of era, uh, check out Minx. It's now streaming over on stars. All right. And lastly, uh, Yellow Jackets is back. That's right. One of the biggest shows for Showtime uh, has returned finally. I loved season one. Season two was an interesting premiere. I liked some of it. Other parts are a little like, eh, like the show kind of is hit and miss with me because of the flashbacks and everything's going on. Sometimes it's a little hard to follow because you forget who the hell's who um, when, the, when you see them as kids. But I do really like this show and I'm glad season two is back. Uh, it's a big hit for Showtime. The premiere was like Showtime's biggest premiere in a decade. Um, so a lot of people watching. So um, welcome back, man. I can't wait to see where the season takes us. So Yellow Jacket Season 2 now airing, well, weekly episodes over on Showtime. So that's what I got, guys, from a review perspective. Um, let's recap. We got John Wick Chapter 4 now in theaters, 5 out of 5 stars. We got Sharper on Apple TV+, Plus, 3 out of 5 stars. We got Gotham Knights over on the CW. We got Minx over on Stars. We got Shrinking, you can watch the whole season now on Apple TV+. Plus. The Big Door Prize, which just dropped on Apple TV+, Plus, and Yellow Jacket Season 2 over on Showtime or Paramount+, Plus if you have the Showtime extension with it. All right, that's our reviews, man. Let's get on over to our box office. Coming in number 10, it's Avatar The Way of Water, which, by the way, dropped on digital today. I already bought it, started watching it earlier. It looks beautiful in 4K, man. I've turned up the surround sound. Dolby Digital, this this thing was badass. So very cool to see Avatar The Way of Water again, one of the biggest movies of all time. Number nine is Champions, which you can now rent on VOD. Number eight is Jesus Revolution. Number seven is Cocaine Bear. Number six is Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Number five is 65. Number four is Creed 3. Number three is Scream 6. Number two is Shazam Fury of the Gods. And number one is John Wick Chapter 4, bringing in an amazing $73.5 million, guys. 73 the biggest debut ever for a movie in the John Wick franchise. Uh, it brought in over $150 million worldwide. Massive debut. 
uh, for John Wick and well, well deserved. Okay, with that out the way, let's get on into our news of the week. I have been waiting for the second half of Titans to come back, and we're finally getting it. That's right, the final episodes of Titans will premiere on April 13th over on HBO Max. And we have the new second half trailer that came out as well, too, so make sure you check that out. Uh, if you want to see any of these trailers, make sure you go to our Twitter page, Twitter.com slash am I on the air? Everything you want to see is on there and our Facebook page, so make sure you check it out. Okay. We also have the trailer for the new Mighty Morphin Power Rangers once and always. This is kind of a well, it's a throwback reunion kind of movie. It premieres on Netflix April 19th. It's got some of the original Power Rangers. You will not see the original Pink Ranger, though, or Tommy, the white slash green ranger, which it was filmed before Tommy passed. Um, but yeah, they just opted out for the thing, but yeah, you'll see the original black Ranger, blue Ranger, uh, and, uh, some other special guests. So make sure you check that out. If you're an old school, mighty Morphin power Rangers fan once and always again premieres on April 19th on Netflix. Uh, we have the trailer for one day as a lion. This is uh Scott Kahn and JK Simmons, new crime comedy. The, um, new X-Men 97 that's coming to Disney plus has confirmed that Mr. Sinister will be the lead villain for the show. We have the brand new trailer for Renfield starring Nicolas Cage, which looks awesome. So make sure you check that out. Um, A Black Lady Sketch Show is coming back for season four. And we have the first new teaser trailer for that that you can check out. Chad Stahelski, director of the John Wick films. Remember, he's been talking about doing a Ghost of uh, Tashima. And uh, he says it's going to be the anti-samurai samurai movie, <laughs> which is very interesting. Um, but I can't wait to see what he does with Ghost of Tsushima, which is, of course, based on the video game. That's going to be pretty damn awesome. Peaky Blinders creator Stephen Knight is set to jump in and write the next Star Wars movie. This is the one that David Lindelof had started writing and then exited. So he's going to come in and kind of punch up that script and we'll see where it goes from there. A high Fleiss drama is set to explore the life of the former Hollywood madam. It's going to be coming to HBO Max, so that'll be a pretty cool uh, wrap-up there. Please don't feed the children. That's right. Uh, Destry Allen Spielberg is going to be directing the new horror film starring Michelle Dockery. Cheech and Chong biopic is in development. Um, so that'll be pretty interesting. Christian Mercado has been hired as a director for it. Um, Rush Hour 4, yes, Chris Tucker says he's definitely in for the long-belated sequel. So let's go on that, man. I'm ready for our new Rush Hour. I super, super am ready for another Rush Hour film, man. I love those films so much. We have the new trailer for Love and Death. This one here starring Elizabeth Olsen coming to HBO Max. True crime drama. This one here looks really, really good, and I'm so, again, very interested to watch it because this is the same story that the Hulu show Candy told. Um, and so that one had Jessica Biel uh, playing the same character that Elizabeth Olsen is playing, and I thought Jessica Biel knocked it out the park. I thought Candy on Hulu was an amazing show, so I am very anxious to see what Elizabeth Olsen is going to do, because I love her, what she's going to do with this same story coming from HBO Max. So very, very interested here to see where it goes. Five Night at Freddy's movie has added use Elizabeth Lale to the cast. So that's a great addition. I like her a lot. 
Robert Downey Jr. is eyeing a lead role in the Vertigo remake. Ooh, so he's eyeing it. So it's not not happening yet, but it looks like it might be as uh, he's looking into that right now. We have the trailer for Big Shark. Uh, this is uh, coming from Tommy Wiseau, who did The Room. So, yeah, if you can imagine, check that out at your own discretion. Heat 2 rumors. That's right. We've been talking about Heat 2 for quite some time. And rumors have it that Adam Driver, Austin Butler, and Al Pacino are all set to join the sequel. So we'll see if that ends up being confirmed. Raven's Home is coming back for Season 6 over on the Disney Channel. And we have the first trailer for that. The L Word Generation Q has been canceled at Showtime after three seasons, but there is a twist because another L Word show is coming. They're doing another spinoff, but yes, the uh, Generation Q show has been canceled after three seasons. Outlander Season 7 is coming back really, really soon over on Stars, but now we're being told it will be split into two parts, man. A lot of these shows and a lot of these networks are really liking this two-part rollout, right? Giving them a little bit bigger bang for their buck. So that's what they're going to do with Outlander Season 7. Seth Rogen and Rose Byrne are strictly platonic in a new upcoming Apple TV Plus comedy. So yes, they have a new show coming out called Platonic, and um, which is awesome because these two were in the movie's Neighbors together, and they have great chemistry together. I like the sound of Platonic. I love Apple TV Plus. Like I said, I think pretty much every show they put out is gold. So I'm super down to check this new one out when it drops. Fox has renewed Alert Missing Persons Unit and Accused for new seasons. Uh, I have not had a chance to watch Alert yet. I do want to check it out, but I am watching Accused. It's an anthology series that each week's episode follows a victim and the crime that happened. And you kind of make up your mind. Uh, I think Accused is really, really good, so I'm glad to see that it's coming back as well. Um, so, And I'll, like I said, I'll definitely be checking out Alert at some point here soon. Um, let's see here. Benedict Wong and Jabari Banks from Bel Air are set for a new English language remake of Bad Genius. Power Book 2 sets opening weekend record ratings for stars. So congratulations there. I'm a big fan of the show and the Power series. So good to see that Power Book 2 Ghost is breaking records there with over uh, 6 million cross-platform viewers in the first three days that the season premiere dropped. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, The end is coming for Joe Goldberg. That's right. You guys know I love the show You. Um, after watching season four, I said to myself, though, this show needs to pretty much wrap up. I said, let's do one more. Let's do a season five and wrap it up. And that's exactly Netflix must have got the memo because that's exactly what they're doing. Uh, Netflix has renewed you for a fifth and final season. Showrunner Sarah Gamble is stepping back and being replaced by executive producers Michael Foley and Justin W. Lowe. Um, but yeah, so glad to see that they are going to wrap it up. I'm glad it's coming back for one more season. I love this show. I love this show. And I'm going to hopefully see it go out with a big, big bang. So you renewed for a fifth and final season. All right. And that's supposed to drop next year in 2024. Lawrence Fishburne is set to reprise his Ant-Man the Wasp role in Marvel's What If animated series. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 looks to be the longest runtime in the MCU series. 
It looks like this movie will go about two and a half hours. And James Gunn says that, you know, in the cut that he's got right now, there is no fat. He says the movie chugs along and gives every character their moments. So it looks like we will get that runtime when everything's all said and done. George Lopez is going to be in the Blue Beetle movie from DC. Uh, He's one of the characters in it, and he has been kind of teasing that the trailer should be dropping really soon. So I'm excited, man. Give me some Blue Beetle. I can't wait to see the first images and uh, video from that movie. Adam McKay's next movie gets a new title, and it will feature Robert Pattinson, Robert Downey Jr., and a whole bunch more. So that's going to be very interesting there. Um, Let's see here. What did we end up naming this movie? Um, let's see here. The film will be titled Average Height, Average Build, and it plans to start shooting in Boston later this summer. Movies being described as part serial killer thriller, part comedy, and will follow a killer who tries to change the law to make killing easier by using political lobbyists. (laughs) Alongside Pattinson and Robert Downey Jr., Amy Adams, Forrest Whitaker, and Danielle Deadweiler are also attached to the movie. This sounds awesome, man. I am super stoked. I love this premise. That's super cool. Kumal Nanjiani and Patton Oswalt are joining Ghostbusters Afterlife Part 2. That's right, the new Ghostbusters movie is currently filming, so great additions here, man. Love Kumal, love Patton Oswalt, so great, great additions there. Uh, Rachel Zegler has joined A24's new disaster comedy called Y2K. The Mean Girls uh, musical, John Hamm, is set to play Coach Carr in the Broadway adaptation that's going to be coming to Paramount+. Plus. Eugene Levy is set to play Diane Keaton's love interest in a new comedy from Castile Landon that's going to be called Summer Camp. Donnie Yen returns to fantasy martial arts as the star and director of a new movie called Sakura, and you can check out the trailer right now. Um, Grey's Anatomy has been renewed for season 20 over at ABC. That's right. Season 20. Oh my God. ABC cancels Janelle James hosted the final straw, uh, after just one season. ABC has announced their summer premiere dates for the Wonder Years season two, the Bachelorette season 20, Jeopardy, Masters, uh, and a whole bunch more that's all coming out this summer. So check that out to see when your favorite's coming back. Jeff Goldblum has confirmed that he does have a role in the new Wicked movie, um, and uh, he talks about the film just a little bit, uh, but yeah, so that is confirmation because that was just a rumor up until that point. Arrested Development, there were rumors that this whole series was going away from Netflix, but no, Netflix has gained exclusive streaming rights to all seasons, so there you go, everything will be staying on Netflix. The new Pete Davidson show, Bupkiss, will be premiering on Peacock on May 4th. Speaking of Peacock, Knock at the Cabin is now streaming on Peacock as well. Amazing movie. I love this movie. So if you didn't get to see it in the theater, make sure you check it out over on Peacock. Okay, moving along here. Um, I'm going to touch on this real quick and move along because we don't know what's what. And until facts are done, I don't want to speculate. I don't want to go too deep into this on a podcast. Over the weekend, Jonathan Majors was arrested for an alleged domestic violence situation. He was arrested. He was released. His lawyer says he's innocent. They say they have proof that he's innocent. They have witnesses. They even have video. Supposedly, charges will be dropped. 
But this is pretty crazy, man. This was pretty crazy. I like Jonathan Majors a lot. I really hope this isn't true. Um, if it is, fucking shame on you, man. Um, but this is more of a wait and see approach at this point. So there's a lot of articles up. If you check our Twitter feed, I have as much information up on there that we got that I could put out and, uh, you make the judge judgment for yourself. But at this point, I want to wait and see, um, where it goes from here. So I'm going to just tell you that and move along. All right. Fear the walking dead season eight trailer has dropped and it did confirm that there will be a huge time jump as they go into the final season. The new Walking Dead spinoff called Walking Dead Dead City um, is coming very soon, and they released the first teaser trailer for that as well, too. We have some set photos of Lady Gaga's Harley Quinn on the set of Joker 2. Giancarlo Esposito teases Moff Gideon's Mandalorian return, so that'd be pretty cool. I always love when he pops up. Chris Pine has joined Disney's next animated movie, Wish. So that'll be a great addition there. Um, we have the trailer for Demon, which is a new Megalodon shark movie that is coming out. Yes, this isn't Meg 2. This is Demon. Um, we should be getting a trailer for Meg 2, though, at some point, because I think that's supposed to come out this year. So I'm waiting on that one, guys. Where's that trailer for? Um, Keanu Reeves says he's open to reprising his Jack Travern role for a speed sequel. So that would be pretty interesting there. Lionsgate executives say they want more John Wick movies with Keanu Reeves and looking at spinoffs. A lot of stuff, man, in this universe. This movie just made a shit ton of movie opening weekend, so I am sure they are clawing at the door for more. So we'll keep you posted on that. Um, the Yellow Jacket showrunners say they are on course with their five-season plan and that the ending was a part of their show pitch. So they have their story mapped out for five seasons, man. That's crazy because we're just barely starting season two and we're already talking about five seasons, but there you go. Um, let's see here. Li oh, this is great news here, man. I've been waiting for this news from Marvel at some point. Liv Tyler set to reprise her Marvel role as Betty Ross for Captain America New World Order. She will be returning to the MCU for the first time in 15 years. That's right. She was Betty Ross the Hulk's girlfriend, Bruce Banner's girlfriend in the incredible Hulk with Edward Norton. And she has never been in another MCU project since that movie. So we have always waited to see her pop back up. I wanted to see her pop back up across Mark Ruffalo, not really Anthony Mackie because this Captain America movie is turning into a Hulk movie without a Hulk, which is kind of interesting. So, but we know that, uh, you know, her dad is Thunderbolt Ross, who is now being played by um, Harrison Ford So she probably has a role In this one because of that right um, But yeah man Some set photos already came out and you can see her on set So this is just awesome man I'm glad that they went full circle And they brought her back finally into the MCU fold I've been waiting for that for a long long time Firefly Lane Season 2 Part 2 has released their new Teaser trailer and it will be back In April Brie Larson's Fast X character Has been um we now know that this character she's playing is Mr. Nobody's daughter. So awesome. I, I like the idea of that. So very cool there. Of course, Kurt Russell played Mr. Nobody. He might still be in the movie for all we know, but she's playing his daughter. So that's what her character is going to be here, which I really love. Um, Martin Scorsese's Killers of the Flower Moon, which was supposed to be an Apple TV Plus original, 
is going to go theatrical. I think they did a deal with Paramount and they're going to release it later this fall in theaters. So there you go. Um, Let's see. We have the full trailer for Florida Man. This is Netflix's new crime drama starring Edgar Ramirez. I like this trailer a lot. I'm definitely going to watch this show here. So check out the trailer for Florida Man. Uh, We have a sneak peek at Disney Plus's new Star Wars Young Jedi Adventures that they have coming out. Of course, this is for toddlers, um, so don't get it twisted there. Check that out if you're interested. Um, Owen Wilson says that people are going to love Ki-Hu Kwan um, in his role since he's joining the MCU in Loki Season 2. So Owen Wilson kind of hyping him up there. Disney is going to do a live-action Aristocats movie. And Questlove from The Roots is going to actually direct. So very interesting there. Marvel's Secret Invasion. It looks like we finally have a release date. It looks like this show will hit Disney Plus in June. Very, very delayed, man. I thought this show should have been out already. I thought this show maybe would drop in April. But yes, it looks like it'll come out in June. And maybe take us through the summertime now that the Marvels got moved. So... There you go. Been waiting for this. I'm very excited for Secret Invasion. So come on, June. Let's go. Heat 2 rumors once again. Anna Diarmas now being eyed for a leading role. Of course, why not? Everybody wants Anna Diarmas in their projects. <laughs> uh, moving along here. Samuel Jackson and Vincent Cassell are set to star in a new serial killer thriller called Damaged. Um... We, let's see here, Revenge is best served raw. Steven Yoon and Ali Wong are going to star in a new show called Beef, which is premiering April 6th over on Netflix. It looks really, really good, man. I'll definitely be checking this one out as well. Uh, Florida Man will be hitting Netflix on April 13th. Game of Thrones, Lena Headey is set to star in Netflix's Yellowstone-esque western from Sons of Anarchy's Kurt Stutter. Uh, so very interesting there. I love Lena Headey. So don't know if I'll watch this show though, because I don't like Westerns, but uh, good for her. I think that's awesome. Molly Shannon and Anna Diarmas setting to host SNL come in April. So yes, they're hosting different episodes. Quinta Brunson will be hosting an episode, of course, uh, from Abbott Elementary. Molly Shannon will do a week and then Anna Diarmas will do a week. So sign me up. Love me, my Anna Diarmas. Jessica Chastain is set to star in The Savant, which will be a new limited series over on Apple TV+. Um... MSNBC's Morning Joe and CNBC's Squawk Box are set to stream live on Peacock in a new news push that they're doing. Um, Peacock's been doing a lot more live content, and this is just more to add to it, man. I love Peacock. I think it's one of the most solid streamers that are out there. Not always from content, but just the way it looks, the way it runs, the live content, the live feed that's on there. It's just a really cool streaming service. So shout out to them for always looking to ways to kind of beef things up. It looks like Curb Your Enthusiasm is likely to end after season 12. Billions season seven will be the end to the hit Showtime series. So that's right. Uh, It's upcoming seventh season will be the final season. Uh, Deadpool 3 is NAB Succession star Matthew McFadden to join the movie. We don't know in what or why or how, but he has joined the cast. Joel Edgerton leads a new thriller movie called Master Gardener, and uh, we have the full trailer for that that you can check out. Trolls Band Together. That's right, we have the first trailer for the next Trolls animated movie. Um, 
Jason Momoa teasing that his Aquaman will be in the DCU future after the Lost Kingdom comes out. So, yeah, we'll wait and see on that one. Daredevil Born Again has added Carnival Rose Artie Frauschen in a key role to the cast. The Crooked Man Hellboy reboot that they're doing, the creator of Hellboy, praises the movie script for its R-rated horror. So very cool there. The White Lotus Season 3 will take viewers to Asia. Awesome. I'm down with that. Love White Lotus. It looks like a Scrubs movie may be in the future. They're looking to work together here very soon and get this together. So um, I know a lot of people would love to see Scrubs come back. Trey Parker said to direct a slave reenactment comedy that is from Kendrick Lamar. So very interesting pairing here. And we'll see what happens. Daredevil Born Again will reportedly kick off an overarching Kingpin MCU storyline. So yeah, this is interesting here too. They're saying Kingpin might be running for mayor of New York and that his story will start to take place in Echo and then bleed into um, Daredevil Born Again. It could bleed into other Disney Plus shows. It might even bleed into Spider-Man 4. And I know we've all been wanting some Spider-Man and Kingpin. So I like it, man. I like that they're looking big picture for... uh, Wilson Fisk, and we'll see where it goes. Star Trek Strange New World Season 2 is coming in June, and it's already been renewed for Season 3. So congratulations there. Great Star Trek show. So welcome back, Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Samara Weaving is set to star in a new action thriller set in the 80s called Bella. So that'll be pretty cool. I like uh, Samara Weaving. We have a new Pixar short. Um, from the movie Up, it's called Carl's Date, and it will feature Carl and Doug of Up, and it will debut before their new animated movie Elemental that is coming out. So that'll be the little short that plays before that. An X Files reboot—that's the sound of it. Rumors have it that Ryan Coogler, of course, the director of the Black Panther movies, is looking to do a diverse reboot of the classic sci-fi series. So yeah, you might be getting some more X Files pretty soon. The Handmaid's Tale showrunner Bruce Miller is stepping down for the final season, and he will focus on the spinoff show that they're doing called The Testaments. Um, let's see here. Man on Fire, the Denzel Washington movie, is going to get a TV adaptation that's going to be going over to Netflix. And on that note, that's it. That's our news of the week. So coming in real nice at 40 minutes, man. I like when we make really good timing, especially because we had about 16 minutes of reviews in the beginning. But that'll do it for us here tonight for season 26, episode 12. Just have fun out there. Thank you guys so much for listening. Let's do some plugs. Amontheair.com is our official webpage. Amontheair.com. You can get to everything just by typing in that web address. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast if you're listening and you haven't subscribed yet. Subscribe to our spinoff podcast, Am I On The Air? Quick Bites as well, too, which is quick little 10, 15-minute episodes. I know I haven't done one in a couple weeks. There hasn't been much to really discuss on that front, uh, but I will when I get a chance. So make sure you subscribe so you don't miss anything. Make sure you like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash am I on the air. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at am I on the air. Follow me on Twitter at DX Don Mega. Make sure you subscribe once again to the podcast on Apple podcast. Leave us a five-star review. If Apple's not your thing, get us on Spotify, Amazon music, um, 
Pandora, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, iHeartRadio. We're on everything. So whatever podcast feed you want to listen to, just search Am I on the Air and give us a listen. Give us a like. Give us a thumbs up. Give us five stars. Just help support the show, y'all. Um, and then, of course, uh, like us on all the social medias, man. Follow us on Instagram and on TikTok and on YouTube. Subscribe. Got lots of stuff across all the platforms. So just search Am I on the Air and you should be able to find us on any of that. Shout out to our great affiliates at Red Dragons Radio and the Pop Culture Pros. Follow on Twitter at Red Dragons Radio and follow the Pop Culture Pros at Pop Culture underscore Pros, both on Twitter. Um, and thank you always for streaming the show on demand and supporting us. That'll do it for me on this Tuesday, March. The Well, now it's Wednesday because it, we recorded so long it actually moved past midnight. And now it's March 29th, but we started recording on March 28th. So, um, and, and happy birthday to myself. Cause, uh, after we did last week's show, my birthday was March 23rd, had a great birthday. Thank you for everyone that did shout me out on social media, on Twitter and on Facebook and everything. I do appreciate y'all. Uh, it's always nice to get that birthday recognition. So I appreciate you have an amazing week. Um, like I said, there won't be a show next week, uh, but when we do return, we'll get you caught up with everything in the world of entertainment news. So take care of yourselves and each other. And until next time, y'all, peace. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening. Red Dragons! Red Dragons!